Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Behind the scenes, behind the glass. What a time to be alive Bit season, couple of regular guys It's bit season, go have yourself a laugh It's bit season, ah ha ha Hey, what's up everybody? This is Drab This is Matt Valdez You guys are listening to Bit Season, episode 24 Oh, Ken Griffey Hope everybody's having a great week. I think it's been a pretty eventful week on the Junkies. I'd say so. A lot of news we're breaking. <laughs> yeah, the Junkies love breaking news. There's, I think they get a rise in their pants when they do it. There's always a little bit more excitement on the show. I know I woke up on Wednesday morning, which was the day that we were going to release the Patino news, and I was I got out of bed a little bit quicker. I just <laughs> a little bit more excited for the show that day, knowing that... Uh, the junks were going to break some news. The guys, when whenever they have a nugget, and they go public with their nugget. Mm-hmm. They they just they get very giddy, and it makes them feel feel like big sillies. And I think that's that's why they all are all are giddy, and it's kind of like a "I told you so" type type uh, persona that they carry. I do have to say, one of my favorite parts of working on this show, and maybe it's just in radio in general as well, is hearing the the skinny the the, oh. the behind the scenes of how someone something's come together who so and so sources are what uh, you can and can't say on the I air know. i wish i wish that we could talk about some of the stuff that is uh, persona non grata for air right it's like some radio dj's love the concert tickets or going to basketball i never i never take people up on that just not something that i'm not interested in yeah because we're homebodies but i love the behind the scenes right the intel the intel you collect as a as a radio employee what you know that others don't it's not even being a radio employee i guess it's just being on on this show where you and me are fortunate enough to be on it and the guys have a lot of connections plugged in they have we hear a lot of stories now look not all of them are true the things that we hear we hear a lot of rumors and goofy things um but you know, if you hear the junkies go on the air with something, then you know it's well backed up. The, the junks have a rock solid um, history of story breaking. I feel like, like the, I, don't, do. I don't feel like they've missed. They may have missed at some point, or maybe some clarifications. Sem- where semantics, semantics may have been. Um, but uh, I mean, the big one is going back to the to the wristgate wristband, wristband gate. gate. Yeah, yeah. Back with McNabb and. 
that was proven correct. And wasn't it uh, Kelly Johnson? What did she do? Because I saw someone mention her this week, Kelly Johnson, the old NBC reporter. Oh, yeah, yeah. That she, like, debunked the junkies report and then ended up being true. Because I saw someone mention her this week. I just just remember there was was a beat reporter Mm -hmm. that was completely, like, I think I think like they were carrying water for the team, right. basically, and the and then uh, the coach or the GM at the time uh, basically ran came to, out with a conflicting report. Yeah, yeah, they just ran to that reporter and 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 contradicted it, but it came out to be true, all in all. Yeah, it is always interesting how Lurch and Eric, because JP and Cakes, let's be honest, they're the, they're not the guys that like to smooge. No, no, Jason. Break the news. Yeah, Jason and Eric are the investigative reporters. I feel like. Maybe this is why it's because Jason they, it's because is, they have the, the they have contacts. Jason's is the people so. person. Maybe this is why Jason doesn't waste his time with losers. This is why he's <laughs> going out to dinner with Brian Mitchell, and not driving Valdez, because he's he's uh, pumping people for uh, skinny. <laughs> like he is just involved in, in in movers and shakers. Right? All right. Well, here let me ask you a question because we've all determined Jason only ha- uh, hangs out with rich people. Yeah. What if you're poor? But you have inside intel. No, the only re- if you're not rich, then you have to have played sports, like Sean <laughs> Glennon. <laughs> right. I think Sean Glennon does well for himself. No, 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 no. Sean Glennon. I'm sure he does well. I think he's in real estate or something. Yeah. I'm sure he makes. I have no idea. Wait, wait, sure, makes much more than us. More, more than us. By the I'm way, he's uh, not. By I, the way, check out the uh, Bit Seasons Twitter. Hey, look, <laughs> I'm saying Sean Glennon's not a mega millionaire from a company he started, or he's not flying out to Pebble Beach. Right, he's not on chartering his own, dime. His own, yeah. uh, own jet. Jason likes owners of companies, you know, or guy. <laughs> you have to have three letters in your uh, in your title: right. CFO, CEO, yeah, COO. <laughs> Right. Um, I could also do a hundred hours on Jason's trip to Auburn. That was that's another thing. <laughs> but I don't want to pick on him too much. Yeah, I don't, it was I an don't exciting. Get, I don't want to get in the habit of picking on the guys because there's a lot of people that think well, we just we use this forum to. Pick no, the on guy, guys. the junkies think that. Yes. <laughs> if you had listened to the show, first off, you know that drive. There's no bigger fans of the junkies than myself and Valdez. We have free reign for the most part, to take shots at the guys. Yeah. Hey, do you know what people are doing? People mm-hmm. probably have a calendar, and they have an office pool, all right, because mm-hmm. all the biddies are working in the same cube, and they're all talking at the water cooler about bitsies. <laughs> so they have an office pool with a date, because you know how uh, a coworker will be pregnant, and you got to, like... Sure, you, yeah. You, uh-huh. you got to pick the day that they're going to have the kid. They're picking the number of episodes before we get canceled by the junks. <laughs> they're saying, well, it, they're I, saying, I got episode forty-two. Well, for, if there's been one conversation between multiple employees at a water well, cooler, I, I, can I just? I like my I, imagination. I know, I know. You're imagine, you're you always have these wackadoo uh, theories. I like my mind to run wild with ideas. Right? Well, the junkies. It's always nice when the junkies make news, or and it happened twice. It makes week. our job easier. Um, sometimes I don't know if easier is the right well, word. No, it's, it makes the segments, I guess, more interesting. Well, the guys are more, the guys are more engaged. EB's been fired up. He's been, he's been dialed into the show this week. He's all, you know, all over the place, but in a good way, in my opinion, JP, I don't think talked on Thursday's show. Did anyone else notice that? <laughs> yeah, it was kind of weird. Today's I think- Thursday. We're just doing a recap. 
JP spent the night with Cake snoring next to him. He went to bed after 1 a.m. I, I think JP said like 10 words on the show today. Which which is a, a, a miracle because we all know JP's famous for flaming. But I, I noticed that too. I think it's a combination of things. All right. All right. I think it's the lack of sleep. I think JP was so tilted by uh, by such little sleep at the uh, at MGM for the Cakes Classic. And then also, I think he was uber tilted about uh, ch- like changing flights. He was more focused on uh, the flights to Las Vegas out of Dulles than than maybe some uh, than talking to uh, Lars. I don't mean to be insensitive. In fact, I'm not even sure who passed away. But it would have to be an immediate family member for me not to fly out to Vegas on time. Well, th- Jason brought up a great point. He said, "He said, uh, you know, your trip was already scheduled, right? You know, is there like just send a bigger bouquet of flowers?" It's kind of it's kind and, of a good unless point. it's earth shatter an earth shattering death. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm keeping my plans to fly to Vegas. I'm sorry. Oh, for a uh, wake. It's not even the funeral. It's the wake. I, that's what I was. It was told that it was a wake. I I've maybe been to two wakes in my life. Not, not just. I don't. It's it's not. I'm fortunate enough that I, that it hasn't happened a lot. Uh-huh. Um. Be honest with you. But no one, I would, No one really knows if you're there. No one knows if you're there. No one. Is, it's, it's, do they have the book that you got to sign when you walk in? But were people going back and looking over no, 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 and that, keeping that's track? Saying, that's what I'm saying. Have, you have uh, Giovanni, right? JP Flame in, right. in the book. Right. <laughs> so it looks like you were there. Well, is that insensitive? Yeah. Is that kind, of, think, a D, is that kind of a D bag move? I think it's. Well, um, well, from, a, I think it's an extended family member. Yes, but it's not like by an, blood. It's like a, I don't know a, a cousin's in law or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, somebody he's known for a long time. That I, I'm sorry, I'm I I'm already took the day off work. I'm flying to Vegas. You know, I, this has been in the works for months now. Yeah, I've, I've already I've, prepaid, I've, I've already prepaid stuff. With, I'm, I'm flying out with the other guys. Well, I did that. I did that when I didn't go to JP's uh, book party at his house. I already had uh, concert tickets that I've had for months in advance. Well, a funeral is. He, but JP called it he, he, the bereavement scam. That's the first thing he said about it when when he, when he um he mentioned it on the show about moving his flights. Like so, oh, like like in Seinfeld when they, right. <laughs> so right away I knew it wasn't a, a death that was like uber important in his life. Like <laughs> he's talking about scamming the system. Right. He's trying, he's trying to get one over on orbits. I think so. But hey, do what would you think though? If all of a sudden you saw Matt Valdez's name in the uh, in the death log, but I didn't attend. All right, all right. Let's say that is. Let's say let's say you know uh, you uh, you threw a rock at your brother's head and he died. All right, and I invite you to the funeral. Yeah, and I'm invited to the funeral. You know, all the junks and everybody. You know, know, we're all invited because we're we're together. We're brothers. We're strong. We wouldn't be there for Drabby. All right, all right. But I got a, uh, I got tickets to, <laughs> to the opening weekend of March Madness out in Vegas. Mm-hmm. All right, and then I tell Cakes, I say, "Hey, Cakes, can you just, you know, write my condolences, 
Matt Valdez in that in that log. <laughs> and, then, and you think and, I'm going to be and, too consumed by yeah, by grief? Yeah, and you're over <laughs> and you're so overwhelmed by grief <laughs> that it will go unnoticed yeah. that that my name is on there. And then all of a sudden, you're thinking back to your brother, and you're thinking back to that week, <sighs> right? And you're scrolling through the pictures and mm-hmm. you know the memories, and you're you're you're, re- you're going through and the I, book, and you're sobbing and reading all these great great words of wisdom. I send you a thank you note for attending. Yeah, yeah, you send me a thank you note. And all of a sudden it hits you. I didn't think I saw that big lunk Valdez walking around (laughs) walking around this way. Well, I would think, I mean, it's a funny, I would think that you would uh, just tell me or I would hear about it eventually, probably on the air as a segment. (laughs) Um, You know that I actually, that, that happened to me. Not at a funeral, but uh, Chad and Oscar, who I did a show with, and mm-hmm. close personal friends. If you know anything about Drab's history on the air, you know about mm-hmm. Chad and Oscar. Um, did a show big on Dukes with them for many, many years. Mm-hmm. Okay, fifteen. I don't know what it was. Fourteen years. Okay. Neither one of them came to my wedding. That's true. <laughs> I still think I about, think about that. I still think about that all the time. That like, would be the equivalent of EB. And cakes not coming to my wedding. <laughs> what was their What was their reasoning? And by the way, did they give give you heads up? Because no, no, no. if no, they no, give no, you proper no, no. heads this up, this is what I I was accused of booking my wedding, <laughs> knowing that Chad was unavailable, and I picked that date. <laughs> was he down in like Nags Head or yes, something? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, as if I if I as if my wedding was wasn't planned. Yeah. And Oscar didn't come because he was gra- okay. This is this is actually the I don't know which one's a bigger insult. Oscar was graduating from University of Maryland's business school, okay, and he wanted to walk in the ceremony. <laughs> All right, he chose. Most people try to get out of graduation ceremonies. <laughs> he used it as an excuse. <laughs> he used it as an excuse not uh, to go to my. All right. Wedding. Well, did they uh, did they send wedding gifts? Uh, they did. Okay. Well, yeah, then did. that's. But that's yeah, I, the wedding gifts. I mean, I, look, I would I have gladly <laughs> accepted their wedding gifts. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure it was, uh, you know, a nice chunk of change. But you want people that you're close to to attend your wedding, right? right don't you? Yes, that's true. But you know, Chad would have been miserable. Did all the junk all the junkies go to your wedding? Yes, they did. Yes, um, they, did, they, they they everybody went to mine from the show, but uh, they complained about it. Of course, because it was in the middle of July. Wasn't well, it? It wasn't just. It was in the middle of July, but it, was, it happened. It, 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 it was July was heat, like twenty eighth. July twenty uh, third. Don't put me on the spot. I had to think about it for a second. <laughs> July twenty third. But there was a and heat there was wave. a heat wave. Yeah. and it uh, was the outdoor. hottest wedding known to man. Yeah. And by the way, you you, you know it's a good story. No, you you put everyone on tilt. Why? You know why? Why? Because you were like thirty minutes late for the ceremony. It wasn't 30 minutes late. The power went out. It was so hot. There was an effect. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I did not know that. Yes, the, the, it was so hot out that there were like blackouts or something. A rolling, <laughs> rolling blackout. <laughs> I think it was a rolling blackout, <laughs> like thir- entourage. And 30 minutes before the ceremony, the power <laughs> shut off. I was putting on my tuxedo. <laughs> You're changing in the dark. Do you understand what a disaster that would have been? That would have been awful. You know what else? All right. So now, well, the wedding was outside, of- but it would have ruined the reception. All right. There's a lot of things I remember about Drab's wedding. I don't know how we got on this. Oh, right. we're talking about funerals. Yeah. Um, number one. Uh, John DePompa was your DJ, and he was uh, he was great. Mm-hmm. That's me sucking up to John DePompa. All right, all right. Number two, world's tiniest crab balls. 
That's okay. That's often mentioned. Often mentioned. Beautiful location. Yes. I Dan Snyder bought a mansion right next to where <laughs> yeah, I got I'm not, married. I'm not hating on the location. I mm-hmm. thought it was great. I liked the uh, the Rolling Hills, um, where yeah. people were, uh, uh, or Bobby Shambles was smoking doobies. I may have. I can't remember. I may have smoked weed on my wedding. That's I think tra- I did. Hey, that's trashy. <laughs> that's so trashy, that's so right? Trashy. Well, it was during the I, it was during the reception. Okay, it was during the reception, and and it was at this place called um, God, what is it called? Something Farm, Washington's Farm. It was it, uh, George, the, it was uh, a, uh, like Mount Vernon Farm or something. George Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, right in the Potomac. God, I can't believe I can't remember that. My, hopefully, my wife never hears this. She'll literally kill me. Um, all right. So the tiniest crab balls. You being late, John DePompa, and then also this is what I remember from your wedding All very right. vividly. Well, this might and this might be my. You number remember? You remember our, my uh, efficient? Well, of course, right? Yes, we, Judge Alston. Judge Alston, because I found out two days before the wedding that the guy was, <laughs> was flying. P- my, my best friend's dad. <laughs> yeah, he's a P one. No, one of my best. Uh, the, the judge was, but my best friend's dad, who was my best man, he was supposed to. Uh, be the officiant but he didn't he wasn't credentialed in virginia <laughs> he wasn't like ordained yeah or whatever well, i don't know with some curveball so all right this is this is what i wanted to bring up about your wedding all right um all right so so every guy you look very you look very thin I'm not saying oh. you don't look thin now but i know but I was during a, your wedding you, that was peak drab i was, that was I was 183 pounds that was your 11 590 it really was <laughs> all right drab drab was starving himself he, and you want to hear the and then, the, and then the, the lamest to, thing about that running to the bathroom puking i don't hold on this might be the same thing that i'm gonna bring no up. it's not it's, I, I, promise I, guarantee, you, I promise you it's okay. not okay Lame is is the word I'm using because I can't use the other word that we used to use I, for the. It's the I swear to God, it's the same okay, thing. Right. We're on the count of three. You want to say it? Sure. One, two, three. three. You and Adam uh, got sexy together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Adam got sexy for your wedding. A <laughs> one and I went on a crash diet <laughs> together for my wedding. You so guys, he would look good in the, in the yeah. photos. You guys, you guys were playing tummy sticks. T- <laughs> while you know dieting. what? You were in the Get Huge Club. So what's it, and you were out on stage on a speedo with two other guys all oiled up. So that I is, don't want to hear anything. That is true, but <laughs> but it's just it's funny because you know as as a groom you're trying to look your best for the wedding pictures and then Adam's trying to look his best like he's trying to steal you away from your wife at the last second at the altar as if anyone would even notice or care that Adam was there he's just he's just a fly on the wall i remember he, dude that was his super bowl yeah he he it really treated, was he treated your wedding like his hey speaking of listeners at my wedding i just remembered that um i didn't get invited to rom's wedding Rom got married in I think 2013, a couple of years yeah, before, at a uh, winery, and in, you were there, and yeah, um, like near Leesburg, now, I, like near Raspberry Falls. Here's the thing: I've been on the Junkies for ten, literally just ten years. Right now, March of 2012 is when I started. I've known Rom since 2007. Rom didn't get married till 2013 or 14 or something like that. I feel like as I should have been. On that, you should have, and we guilted him, and and he had to invite me. He invited me on air at when we were at the Borgata to his wedding over like over the phone, and I told him no. <laughs> well, well, that's that's a slap because in the face his, to no, you. his wedding was like in two days. That's such a slap like, in the right? face. So that do you know? Uh, uh, do you remember? Well, you weren't there, but Rom's wedding. But this is how good uh, of a producer I am. Yeah. All right. This is a plus producing. 
is that it was well known, well known that Rom was having a dry wedding. All right. Okay. okay. For Marina's culture, or I don't know why, but he, he was having could a dry wedding. It could be because of Marina's culture. Right? I, do, I don't, to be honest, I have no idea. But for, <laughs> it was dry. And which, which is uh, hysterical because Rom gets butt sized to drink. Right. Of course. All right. So being the uh, intelligent producer I am, right. what is what is EB's favorite drink of choice? Um, what does EB like? I'm blanking right he now. He loves Jack. Oh, he loves okay. his Jack and yeah. diets. All right. Would you give him a flask? No. I I stopped at the ABC store and I stuffed my pockets with Jack Daniels minis. Nice kissing up to the big silly. <laughs> yes, and I was handing them out to him like they were pez. <laughs> he, I swear to God, I went up on his uh, friendship ladder because of that. I bought him over with Jack Daniels. Now you always make fun of my wedding. Is there anything to to, to mock Rom's wedding about? Didn't he sing a song to the yes, junkies? He sang, <laughs> okay, he sang, uh, was it the Celine Dion or Barbra Streisand hero? Yeah, Barbra Streisand hero oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was very awkward and it, it, marina was you know looked amazing and gorgeous and it's her day mm. and then rom took the stage and microphone and started serenading the junkies <laughs> he used his wedding for attention dollars for the junkies. well you know what uh BDK got married and and his wedding was they were doing movie dances the whole time. Yes. Do you, do you remember? Uh, <laughs> did you remember Kevin's big surprise? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you, now hold on, take me back to that. Okay. For, for, what right. I was referring to is, by the way, uh, Kevin's first dance or one of the the main dance at his wedding. He, he did, did the Pulp Fiction. He dance. did the Pulp Fiction yes. Snake Eyes thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Where Uma and John Travolta were dancing at the club or whatever. But right. but leading up to Kevin's wedding for a, a two week stretch, he teased. There was, I mean, it, it's like the greatest radio tease known to man. He's <laughs> brilliant. Yeah, he's he, he you brilliant. Gotta and by the way, he's <laughs> so smart. He's so smart. He knows because he knows that the junks will leave as soon as uh, dinner's over. Right. Yeah. I mean, they're out of there before Kevin, Kevin and his wife can cut the cake. Yeah. Uh-huh. But Kevin, two weeks leading up to his wedding, uh, goes, "You guys will want to stay to the end." There's a huge surprise at the end of the wedding. All right. And then Kevin has has uh, awesome connections throughout mm-hmm. Hollywood. So you remember thought, the big rumor, <laughs> yeah, the, the big rumor, uh, the big rumor was that, well, like the rock is going to show up. Dwayne Johnson was going to show up <laughs> and make a big entrance at Kevin's wedding. <laughs> or, or, remember like Christian, did he have like something about Christian Slater? I think Christian <laughs> Slater at that time too. He was, he was running the hot way. Yeah, yeah, he's going to have Christian Slater like officiate his, like, <laughs> yeah, his yeah. wedding or, or there was going to be a collage of star, like. Oh yeah! There's congratulations, stars, videos, yeah, mm-hmm. to, uh, to Kevin and his wife. And, yeah. and you know what the big surprise oh, was? I remember because I stayed till the very <laughs> yeah, end, open to get the Rock's autograph. <laughs> I know. I wanted to see Dwayne Johnson bust through the bust through the wall like the Kool Aid Man. All right, but instead he had hard tacos and soft tacos for everyone from Taco Bell. Worst surprise ever. The, that was the worst tasting Taco Bell I've ever had in my life. It was tasting. It was so much disappointment in, in those soft tacos, those cold soft tacos. They've been they've been sitting in the closet for, for four hours. All right. Yeah, that was 
That was funny, man. Outside of that, I think that was the last Junkies-related wedding we've been to, right? I think we covered I think them Kevin, all. Adam's never going to get married. I think that's covered them all. And that's pretty much it. I don't think we've been to any listener weddings outside of that. So hey, You know what? We will go to the listener weddings for a small appearance fee. Oh, I would love that bit. Uh, we, we would be like Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson in Wedding, wedding Crashers. All right, bit season crashers. All right, so how? So take me through this. All, All right. right, so there's a P one. All right, there's a P one, and they, I know we have people getting married because we get cameos all the time about guys getting engaged and yeah. their wedding, congratulations, coming. all that good stuff. Right. So what you're envisioning is we get an invite to a wedding. Yes. Yeah, so this is what happens. We uh, they send the wedding invitation to the studio. All right. All right. And, and by the way, we need the glossy invitation and everything. Okay. Right, the real, the real deal, not mm-hmm. just some DM on Instagram. We need an official, an official, official wedding invitation. It right. says drab and Valdez and gold cursive, uh, RSVP, all that good stuff. And they they put us up in a hotel, if it's if that's necessary. If it's local, we can we can. Uh, yeah, right, you got to travel to a listener's wedding. If there's a there's a good enough appearance fee. Okay, it depends on the appearance fee. Okay. Some people have a lot of money. Uh, so this is what we do. We show up to the wedding, all right, mm-hmm. as uh, many celebrities, and we uh, pal around with the groom. So it looks like he has famous friends. So are you saying, like, before the wedding, we're backstage, we're drinking beers? Yeah, we're, we're hanging out, we're loosening everybody up, yeah. you know, all the groomsmen, we're hanging out. Yeah, telling junkie stories. Yeah, telling, telling inside skinny, inside scoop that we can't say on the yeah, air. Yeah, yeah, all you know, everything Jason says off air that he's hey, not allowed to say. I like this. Right. Right. We got our nice suits on and everything, and then we sit at we sit at the table and we do some banter, and you get and you get a, a two minute shtick uh, speech from us before the no, best man. No, 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 I'm out on that. I'll I'll do it because here's the thing: you can't have us give a public speech in front of people that don't know the junkies. That will bomb. All right. Well, how about this? How about you can hire fun and funner for your bachelor party? Oh, bachelor. Bad. Right, okay, okay, now you're talking. All right, all right, let's scrap the wedding plan. Okay, now all you're right, talking. Right, bachelor party. Right, you hire Drab and Valdez. Mm-hmm. And we come out to your bachelor party and we get it started. All right. Like you want to play golf with Valdez? You want to smoke doobies with Drab? I love it. All right. All right. And if it's if it's uh if it's not local, you have to pay for our flight. And in the appearance fee. And the appearance fee. Yeah, yes, of course. You know, I'm getting this vision of us being like the, the court stormers from Barstool, right? Well, you know what I'm ripping off? <laughs> what? I'm ripping off Beetlejuice from Howard Stern. <laughs> <laughs> they used to be able to hire that dwarf to go to your bachelor party. <laughs> Did people hire him all the time? All the time. You make a killing. Hey, you know what? He, he, our cameos, he, had, he had a manager. Hey, our, our cameos are running dry. <laughs> I know. Right. Now we got to do live live cameos where we show up to your well, bachelor party. Also, I forgot to remind you about that cameo we were supposed to do today with Lurch. Yes, you did. Yeah, it yeah. might have expired. I think it expired. Damn it. Um, all right. So you and me, we're traveling the country. We're popping into bachelor. Yeah, co- we're traveling to Vegas. We're traveling to Miami. We're traveling to like Ocean City. We're traveling to what are some other uh, bachelor party hotspots? You said Nashville. I thought that's like mostly for Chicks. women. I think guys go there too. What are your rules about the bachelor party? All right. Rule number one: there are no rules. <laughs> <laughs> um, rule number one: um, 
I got no hard drugs. No hard drugs. I don't want to be confronted with that. No, that, that I'm too be, old for that. Would be awkward. It'd be too awkward. I've never done anything but smoke weed. I don't want some do, guy doing a pile of cocaine in front of me. No, uh, I don't want people uh, tying their arms off. <laughs> <laughs> right. What about strippers? Is that okay. a go? All right, that's a go. You can't. We can't you have you. You know, you have to have at least one naked girl around. We didn't have any strippers at my bachelor party. We played FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> the one I was never invited to. You were not invited to. Yeah. Um, that Dr- drinking, drinking. Yeah. Uh, you have to. You have to supply us with beer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then we will participate in drinking games, but we can also decline. You can't force us to do the game. And we'll come. We'll come with prepared shtick. Oh, of course. For the party. Yeah, yeah. We're, gonna have, we're gonna have stories. We'll answer all your questions. We'll tell you we'll tell you how much the junkies make a year. <laughs> we, we'll, <laughs> we'll tell you all the about all the fights. Yeah, all the fights. We'll rank our favorite junkies from four to one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll basically do a live bit season for you. <laughs> right. All right, I like that. All right. All right. That's better than uh being a wedding us, pressure. Start it off though, send us a DM. And then and then send us the official invite. Yeah, if we if if we're interested. Yeah. All right. There was it, it was a, it was an exciting week as we said on the show. One of the things that jumped out most to me. I know we got a lot of stuff we could get to here, and we've been we've been rambling about rambling. weddings and brainstorming our business idea. Lurch said on the show this week. It was a very just slid it in their comment. When we were talking about the Commander Stadium, right? right? And the opening up in twenty twenty seven. Where yes. is it going to be? And then he was he was fearful because he doesn't want it in Sterling, right? Uh, like in the Dulles Airport area next to his house. He's, he's a big not in my backyard guy. All right, Definitely. he he wants a nice stadium and something he wants it to be someone else's problem. But he said this in two thousand twenty seven. I'll be living in South Carolina. That's only five years away. That was that that kind of rocked me a little bit. That that I did that the, jolt, that jolted me too. Yeah, I did the, the white guy blinking meme uh, when I heard that. <laughs> right, uh-huh. I was like, that soon. That's Lurch's plan. He's, I guess, retiring in the next five years and moving to Myrtle Beach because Jason uh, Jason can't do the show remotely. I think if, if and especially if everyone else, all three of the other junks, are doing it from the studio. I have to say this. I'm not interested on being on a sh- producing a show that's half-assed like that. And that is a half-assed if Look, he, it's, if it's, he if he hard. retires and moves to South Carolina, that's one thing. God bless you. You you, you made you know, your money, you put your time and you yeah, built a successful career. He would have he would have worked for 30 years in radio. Right. Congratulations. Like you built an amazing show with the guys. Yeah. Him mailing it in every day. From some beach in uh, Hilton Head, I know it sounds great, right? I know, but the the show suffers. The show suffers, and that's what a lot of you know. That's what a lot of listeners don't understand. Like they just think that the guys have their comrex and they turn it on and they sit in their kitchen and do the show. But don't it's you just? Th- it's different. But are we speaking as producers? Because I would think if you ask the majority of listeners, they're going to want Lurch on the show from South Carolina. If a little bit of lurch better than no lurch. I mean, I guess that's true, but but is that fair to the rest of the guys? Is that fair to us? I don't. Well, I guess we I really don't, don't have a say. I don't think it's. I, in my opinion, I don't think it's fair to anybody. Look, there's 
the I I we want these guys to be all in. Yeah. And it's not first of all, it's not a little bit of lurch. You would be on if he's on every single day doing a show from uh, a Comrex. That's that's just uh, that's a lot of lurch, but not the best lurch. It's it's hard to explain, but when all four of the guys are here in the studio, there's an energy. We know? already had this. We had it during the pandemic. The, I know. The year doing you, shows you, from home. And it's I, I thought it sucked. I thought it sucked. I think the listeners knew. Maybe sucked isn't the right word, but it wasn't as fun. It's just, it's hard because you're trying to play off each other and it's hard to do when you're in four separate locations. Even if you're on video, it's just the magic of like the, what we talk about during the commercial break carries over to the air. There's none of that when. I know. And then something, you know, a lot of the times there's stuff that we have to do that is very immediate. Like today when there was breaking news, you know, do you know how difficult that would be if you know, all the guys were in different locations. What about this? And I know, and I know what Eric is going to say, because he says it to us all the time about this and what, which I don't understand because today Eric goes, I want to see everyone's face. And then two days, then two days later, uh, later he goes, well, Kevin and Bean do, uh, do it from different locations. Do their show from different spots. They did. I think they fired him. Yeah. Eventually they fired him because it wasn't the same. They, they got, you know, just wasn't worth the hassle. I'll say this. What's so bad about being one of the junkies? Lurch mopes around a lot of times, acting like he has the most difficult life. No, uh, I don't. No, I, I I stand by this. I think I think that he, that, for some for some reason he is he's stressed. Um, what's to be stressed about? He's got a no. His girls a, are growing up, and it's, that's not stressful. He's being a helicopter dad, and it stresses him out. He's, he lives a charmed life. All right. Okay. I, I tend to agree with he you. Lives a, he works a few hours a day doing what? Talking sports and makes an unbelievable living. And he wants to run away from that to to go to South Carolina to, to, to be bored on a beach after three months. Well, you're saying. That's my well, opinion. On. That's my I don't opinion. Have, I don't have a problem if he wants to just hang it up in five years. It I, sounds like. I said that I don't really have a problem. I'm just trying to get into his mindset. Like, what? What is he? What's like? Why would you give this up? I don't know. It's a. I think. At I, think it's a, I think it's fifty-five or fifty-six a, a or gravy whatever. Gravy train, and you ride it out until the wheels fall off. It's not even a gravy train. I don't like that word. It's fun. It is it's fun. fun. It's the, it's one of the best jobs in the world, right? In my opinion, working in radio, telling people your opinion about things every <laughs> single day. People care what you have to say. People care what you say. Isn't that isn't that amazing? We're we're two dopes, and people care what we have to I say. Think about that all the time. I'm stupid, and people uh, want to hear what I have to say. <laughs> Maybe not what you have to say, but they, they like the way you say it. All Maybe right. that's what it is. You know what? I had somebody tweet me the other day, and mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. I'm a I am a dumb redneck idiot. Mm-hmm. All right, and this guy goes, Matt. I need to hear what you have to say about Tyler Huntley. And I was like, Whoa. This guy cares what I have to say. You know what DM I just got? This should I got a guy trying to get me involved in his family in his divorce in his child's uh the who, child custody his battle. child custody battle right now. I don't know the guy. I've never talked to him before. He's trying to get me to get his daughter back. I don't like you would be like, the, the things that people come at us with blow my mind sometimes. And it's a fun job. And I just don't understand why why someone would want to give it up. Just like what 
Yeah. Right. Well, well, what are you running away from? Jason complains. All. I love Jason. I said, I love Jason. He's like a family. He also like a family member. So things he does sometimes bother me or things that he says. Him wanting to not be all in on the junkies. And we talked about this recently about the pickleball. Mm-hmm. That was on the show last week, right? On bit season? Yeah, yeah. We talked, yeah, we about, talked Jason about Jason not how, wanting yeah, to play. He didn't want to participate in the tournament. That's that's Jason having one step in South Carolina, where he at this point in his career, he's not the go getter. He's he no grassroots campaign to build the show, to keep the show going. Let me ask you a question. Do you think do you think Jason has already looked at property in North and South Carolina? Hundred percent. He probably does it all the time. No, I mean I mean like like visit property oh like when he's I down at baldhead when he's down at baldhead island no, he but drives sure he through carry and starts picking out houses yeah but you know what you and you and me sit on zillow all the time yeah, looking at florida florida yeah. flop houses <laughs> that we want to buy uh, you know how many three hundred thousand dollar condos i found in hilton head i don't know valdez says all the time i'm we will pour beers in yeah, south pour carolina beers in hilton head. In, yeah. as well but jason's serious jason like he just he you know that's his mindset um, or or, so, or uh, poor lattes in, in Hilton Head. There is a coffee shop for sale in in Hilton Head that we saw that Valdez and I want to buy and move there. That's our that's our actually that's our, our flavor yeah. of the week. But yeah. we're not really serious about it. At least I don't think. <laughs> Until all of a sudden you see me you see me uh, mixing coffee grinds, trying to learn how to make an espresso. But you and me. We we know we have a fun job and a good of course, job. Right? Of course. Lurch, sometimes I feel like he forgets that. You're, you're like me where you just fantasize about things. I'm a big fantasizer. Yes, we like daydreaming. And as they say in Rudy, the problem with dreamers is they're usually not doers. <laughs> I know. I be, that is so true. <laughs> you, know, you know how many ideas I've had that I never followed through on? <laughs> You're telling me I just bought an, an entrepreneurial book about acquiring businesses. <laughs> I can't imagine somebody knows less about business than draft. And I'm out there buying books, trying to trying to buy laundromats. <laughs> All right, we got to get to EB. EB, was, yeah, he was on fire. He was on fire this week. What did you? Uh, he was all over the place. Let's talk about him uh, stiffing our guy Bodie in Colorado tonight. Won't have a beer with the poor guy. I don't like this. Is this is what tilts me? Is that you know when are you going to be so close to Bodie ever again? You know what I mean? He, let's just be honest. He should have said, "I don't care about Bodie." Yeah, that's basically what he said without saying it. But you know, if you haven't seen your buddy. Who, uh, like, for instance, I have a I have a buddy who lives in like Missouri now, Kansas mm-hmm. City, can whatever. Okay, yeah, all right. And uh, he went. He was on our our Pebble trip, and but if I'm flying to St. Louis and he lives 20 minutes away from the St. Louis airport, and you know I'm in town for a, a weekend, I guarantee you I'm going to see him and hang out for a little bit. Now, I don't think Bodie, who used to work here, and he's a very good friend of mine. By the way, very gracious of Bodie too. Well, here's the thing. They're not 20 minutes away. Bodie just said, I'm going to be at the airport at the same time as you. Let's meet up at the ho- at, at the airport, airport bar and get a beer to get Coors Light together, okay? Tap the Rockies. Let's tap the Rockies, EB. Let's wait for our mountains to get blue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll meet up. We'll tap a beer. And EB said no. Get a Coors Banquet with me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then he was he having a high. EB didn't want to talk about it. By on the way, air he, couldn't today. Be, he couldn't be 
I mean, he's just a stone's throw away from him, too. It, it's literally 15 minutes of his time. You 15 know minutes, yeah. You know what it is? Right. Eric doesn't feel like talking to him. It's not like he doesn't want to see him. He doesn't want to engage in conversation, but, meaning in meaningful conversation. But would he do that? Like, would he do that with us? I know we see him a lot, so it's not quite the same. But um, EB asked me all the time. You know, I should have brought this up. EB's in Chantilly all the time for volleyball. He's always asking me to meet up for a yeah, beer. Yeah, you know what? You meet him at like Ford's Fish Shack all I've, the time. I've been to Ford's Fish Shack. I've been to. Uh, I've seen Glory Nick, Days. Nikki, yeah, Glory the, Days. Nikki, the bartender at uh, <laughs> at uh, what's the place called? The Daves. Uh, the, 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 the famous famous da- Daves. Famous Daves. Yeah. Uh, I probably, that was his spot. I don't know if he ever said that on the air. He always talked about his secret spot. Think, it was I Famous got, Dave's. It was the bar at Famous Dave's. It closed, right? It did so close no down. one can stalk him anymore. I don't know where but he... But yeah, he's, I mean, he's right next to you. How often are you hanging out with Eric? Not very often. Usually usually I, I, I duck those invites. Yeah, I'd be, I'm a little jealous, though. Why? That you get asked to hang out. You can come to Chantilly no. and, and, and hang out. <laughs> no, no, I don't usually duck the invites. I'm just our timing doesn't work out. I just, I, it's a funny visual. Just imagining Bodie and Eb thirty feet from each other, <laughs> passing each other. <laughs> yeah, uh, like two ships in the night. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, not uh, meeting up for a beer. I, I like, I like the the thought of Eric shuffling with his uh, slides and his uh, all his and his Nats hat. Staring at his phone, passing Bodie, right in the in the middle of the air, airport terminal. It's a it's funny to me because I've been on these trips with with Eb Valdez has too, but um, like pic, picturing Eb and reminiscing Eb in the West Palm Beach airport. Okay, uh-huh. easy flight, two hour flight. These guys, you know this, you know the drill by now. They bitch and complain the entire time yeah. about how awful it is. I mean, and then and then they're asking to go back all the time. But like seeing EB at the airport, totally wiped out after a two-hour flight, <laughs> sitting on his bags, just lounging backwards, rolling his eyes because I met I met Hertz trying to rent the car and it's taking <laughs> oh. time. What's taking so long? Can we get out of here? Someone call an Uber. <laughs> the entire time. He does I'm like gonna, he, I'm he, just gonna get in the Uber and I'll meet you at the hotel. He, he does like to just roll out of the airport. He doesn't. He doesn't want to wait around, but I do like this. I do like this about him. Eric has this um, new um, thing about no commitments. <laughs> I love that. I love not being committed. If he <laughs> wants to drive to TJ Maxx to get a Broncos hat, <laughs> by golly, he's going to do it. He has no agenda. I love Besi- that. Besides the game, uh, he has no agenda. I hate but, commitments. But you know what? This is what was interesting, though, is I feel like Bodie offered up great spot to hang out because i would i think airports are enchanting oh okay you would are you, you like me it? on this enchanting is not the word i would use to describe airports i think I, a little bit thrilling I, I, this is what i like i like people watching and number one it's the best people watching that you could ever have all right number two why is that just because you have all uh, walks of life all walks of life you know and then uh, you know what i like also to do? you're sleeping on this no 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 this is what i like to do I like to eye up somebody that's running down the terminal, all right? And mm-hmm. I look at them and I go, what is this person doing? Why is this person traveling? And I like to give them a backstory, like saying, you know, this person is trying to go close a big sales pitch at a car parts place in Detroit. That's what I like doing. <laughs> all right, I do that. I do that kind of stuff. <laughs> like too. selling uh, Callahan brake pads. <laughs> 
I do like airports because people are off their game and they're stressed usually about the flight and making the flight. So they have shorter tempers is why you see fights Fights. at the airports or you see just people being rude. Um, And then, you know, airports are like uh, cities within a city. I do like measuring people up and being like, why is... What is this? What did you, what does this guy have to do in Dallas? Why is this guy yeah, flying why to is, Dallas? Yeah. Why does this guy need to uh, be in Albuquerque of all places? Albuquerque. Yeah, you know, like what's who needs him? Yes. Then I like I like to see like oh that's a bachelorette party. I wonder which one's uh, the crazy one. You know what I mean? <laughs> you had a little Fly, story flying into uh, now. Are you Nashville. a big are you a big uh, chit chatter with the person next to you? No. All right. So you're not that <laughs> into him. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. I don't talk to anyone. I like giving them, um, making up stories in my head about them. Also, I, I like, I like the fact that there is no judgment about uh, drinking at six a.m. It's uh, the There's airport. No time. But- the, the airport is the only place in the world where you can be ju- uh, uh, judge free. No, I about, judge people in the airport about having a. Uh, oh, yes. About people sitting at a bar at seven thirty. Because time in the doesn't exist in the airport. Yes, exactly. That's uh, why you can get. Uh, Five guys at seven a.m. Yes. You get a beer at seven a.m. Yes. You can you can have a whole burger, right? You know, at six in the morning. But it's I thrilling. I here's the thing: I do. If you're too much of a slob, I judge. I judge the crap. Oh out yes, of you. yeah, yeah. Like if, if you're taking off your shoes on the plane and if everything. you're doing that, if you're wearing just gr- like gross sweatpants or your ho- hair's not combed, because in a way. I, I don't fly. Cl- I'm not flying in a suit like they did back in like the 1950s. Yeah, you're not, yeah, right? not madmen. I don't need that. But these people who roll out of bed and their PJs and oh yeah, I, that's that's the, the number one uh, airport faux pas that I have. These if girls you're wearing, wearing uh, pajama pants. These girls and guys who go to the airport and they're like overweight and beer bellies and they have these like Mickey Mouse pajama <laughs> pants on. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, they have a, a Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. <laughs> like t-shirt. you're in public. It doesn't. <laughs> Yeah, time doesn't exist here. Just because it's six a.m., I you know. Also, I like I like the person who is so well organized with their tech. Like they have iPads. Oh, that's they me. have chargers. They have that's laptops. Yeah, they have their headphones ready. They have um, portable chargers. Movies downloaded. Yeah, all ready to go. They're not they're not fiddling with their Netflix. Not wondering why they're not getting a stream on the on the flight. Right, because they're rubes. What's the name of the wireless company on website? Isn't it like Go Boing or something like that? You know what I'm talking about? You got to be like a member. You can be like a member. Somebody will tweet it to me. I don't know. You don't fly enough. You're not You're not well-traveled. <laughs> I. You're right. I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not arguing with you. Um, I like hotels more than airports. Well, I, hotel, hotels the same way. No, 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 no. You get excited to go to airports, which is fine. I, I get excited too. But walking into a hotel... Okay, let me talk about leaving the junkies. <laughs> if I leave the junkies, I'm intrigued by b- being a guy who takes business trips. All right? Are you not? Why are you laughing? Are you, I was going to spit out my, uh, my drink. Are you not? My intri- wave soda. Are you not intrigued by business trips? I am. And just being a guy, like you said, a guy who's needed in another city, but then the excitement of checking into a hotel by yourself. Yeah. Knowing that you can eat whatever you want for dinner that night, like you're like you come up to the front desk in your business attire, and you got like some small rollaway bag, and that person checking you in or the concierge goes, mm-hmm. 
that guy's here for business. You can meet uh, some cool guy in the bar, and you guys yeah, swap you guys stories. Talk, talk, uh, talk shop. Yeah. Uh, hey, I closed that Penske file uh, yeah. three weeks ago. You can watch filthy pornography, oh, no oh, judgment. Yeah, yeah. You, get, you get blocks of porno. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, just no. <laughs> Five hour blocks. <laughs> All right, just, I mean, how things much, that you can never click yeah, on I mean, at home, <laughs> your yeah, home I mean, network. I mean, how much fapping can you do in five hours? <laughs> there's just there's an excitement about hotels for me now. Mi one, hold on, mini bars, coffee machines. Yep. One thing though that ooh, stuck. Ooh, ooh. You're sleeping on this. What? Continental breakfast. Continental <laughs> breakfast got a big big run on the show recently. I don't like continental breakfasts. I I don't I like, like the I don't like those sloppy eggs either. No, no. I like the option of running downstairs and having a banana or cereal or a croissant on my way out. Here's why I don't do. I that. like stuffing my bag full of bananas. I guess room. I do like muffins. I do like yes. hotel muffins. Hotel muffins are a one seed. I usually turn into a fat pig on trips, though. So I usually well, no, go yeah, to like well, you, McDonald's or Chick Fil A. I, I like the big, the greasy. Yeah, because you're dining myself. out. You're I treat dining myself. Out. You know, also, corporate cards, expense reports. We don't know anything about that. I know. I'm just saying. I like the idea. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I like the idea of of uh, charging my dinners on the corporate. <laughs> Make card. someone else pay for it. Yes. This is what I always think about when I go to hotels, and this is junkies related. Um. Uh, Buck, Steve Buckhans mm -hmm. said a, a one time on the show. He talked about it a couple times before he. Um, when he was still the Wizards play-by-play uh, play play announcer, when he would check into hotel rooms, do you know what he would do? Yes. He would check in between the mattresses and check under the mattress to make sure it was clean. And Did because he would always find disgusting things in between the two mattresses, and that was like his big hang-up, but he didn't want to be sleeping on used condoms or porno mags oh. or... Rags. Bags or uh, was that bed bugs? All thought, that. Did he bring his own sheets? I thought he. He may have brought his own, his own sheets I he used as to well. Bring his own linen. He was a fanatic about all that. Smart, smart. Yeah. By the way, when um, when we're at the hotels and we're staying, uh, this mm -hmm. is just uh, business business drab and business values. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't want to stay in anything less than a four star. I don't care about that. Really, I don't want to because I've been watching. I watch Reacher, and Reacher's <laughs> staying in those flop, those, those flop motels, or those flea bags. You're right, those flea bags, and there's something enchanting about those. I will always remember my drive out from from Phoenix to Washington D.C. when I moved here, and that three day or four day trip or whatever it was, and I stayed at I stayed in Motel Six after Motel Six. <laughs> And I loved it. Hey, Those you, are some of my fondest memories. Hey, you left the light on. I left the light. <laughs> I remember I stayed at some uh, motel crap in the Smoky Mountains. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I always think about that, just disappearing for a while and being in hey, the middle of nowhere. That's probably you know that's probably Smoky Mountains. Like you're like in Asheville or something, right? No, Asheville's in North Carolina. Well, it's, it's the same thing. With Smoky is, is the same mountain, the Appalachian Mountains. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. probably right. Um. That's like prime serial killer stuff. I think there are a lot of a lot of, a lot of missing women, <laughs> missing women in the, in the Smoky Mountains. <laughs> a lot of vagabonds. You know, you're right. It, it was it was a sketchy place. Yeah. Do you do you do the same thing that I did at airports? You would see some some loner uh, at the motel, and you tried to come up with a story about him or her. 
Um, you're big into the stories. I am. You're big in the stories. I, I'm not as big, but I would would do this if I ever win the Powerball and I quit the quit the junks. Nice. I will. Now it's a little bit harder now that I have kids and a wife, but I fantasize. Speaking of fantasies, okay, I fantasize about disappearing for a while. Nobody knows where I'm at. Right? Everybody knows I hit the Powerball. Right? Okay. It's on the news. <laughs> Local producer makes it big. <laughs> hits it big. Your big, big dumb lip smiling as you hold a check. Right. Nikki Burdine interviews me. Yeah. Lurch, Lurch texting you nonstop to hang out. Right. I'm, I'm intrigued by this. I'm intrigued by being off the grid for a while. And I, when I say off the grid, I don't mean like without electricity or like some of these other like hippies like to do. No, I just mean nobody knows where I'm at. No, I just disappear, and I'm traveling the country. I'm stopping at every diner uh, in Nebraska, paying cash, paying cash. <laughs> I I go up to Canada for a while, just seeing the seeing the world. I have a fantasy about living in Mexico City for some reason. <laughs> what? I don't know. I uh, I'm big into Mexico. I you've I, been uh, watching too many Denzel movies. <laughs> I watch it. Yeah, I, I watch. You know. Uh, my favorite, fire. I, my favorite YouTuber lived in Mexico City. Mike Wise lives in Mexico City. For some reason, I just want to experience other cultures. So that's my big fantasy. Hitting the Powerball. <laughs> driving, driving to Mexico City. Driving. To, I, can think, I can think of 10 million things. But I'm, but I'm by myself, right? There's no time. There's no law. You I just, don't have to be anywhere. You just want to be with yourself and your silly thoughts. Well, it's not necessarily by myself. If my wife and kids want to come, uh, I, that'd be cool too. If okay, I don't I think know. they're into that. You have to say that for uh, semantics, but I know, I know then, what you mean. No, no, but this isn't. I, I'm Look, not, I know you're not running away from your kids. No, but you're no, no. You're it. big into solitude. I'm not. I as, definitely get sized for solitude. I'm not. This isn't about solitude. This is just about having nobody tell me what to, where to be, and when to be there, and I can just go with the flow and and see the world how I want to see it, and and money's no problem. <laughs> Right, that's what I that's what I envision. I told you I I got sites for those um what do you call them Micheladas in Mexico off the st the street corners. Oh, the, uh, uh, chiladas. <laughs> I got a, a lot of weird fantasies that I want to experience. None of them sexual, <laughs> just weird, dumb, drabs, kind of a weird oak type things. You, it's you know you want you want to be like the village silly. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like some sleepy fishing village. And then everyone knows. Where's Drab? And then Drab is like the the person that nobody sees. And he lives on the house upon the hill in the sleepy fishing village. That kind of what, what Yeah, and then, and then like. I, I post some photo on Instagram. Nobody can quite sure where it's at with some uh, dopey quote from 1883 about life and when it's meaning. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You've been watching too much 1883. Yeah. Right. Amazing series. I hope everybody out there watched it. We don't we don't break yeah, down we don't, TV, we don't do shows. TV talk. And we don't do thermostat talk, which is what the junkies also tried to do today. We told you, if you ever hear thermostat talk on the junkies, that means they got nothing. They got nothing. And they brought up thermostats today at 620. <laughs> <laughs> After breaking down every poker hand. By the way, <laughs> After I segment should, of poker. By the way, I should have um I should have yelled bobblehead today when I was talking oh, about Oh, we were gonna get a bobblehead mention. I know looking what, back for what? on it. Uh, the opening segment. When I uh, told everyone my life achievement of shooting one under oh, par. Yeah. Yes, everybody won. Yes. He, uh, it was no sold at first. And then Eric finally perked up. Eric, Eric finally woke up and was giving me props. That I, made me feel good. You know what? Eric's been making me feel good lately. I know. He's, I don't want to talk about he's, it. He's, he's down on you 
stocks up on me. He shouldn't be down on me. I'm the one. I I did all his research, all the research, and put together the entire story of validating the 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 RG3's book wasn't coming out, and it's been canceled. He canceled it. <laughs> and he, he took all your hard work and claimed that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I may not. I may not make him laugh like you. And you definitely made him laugh today on the hey, show. Hey, I I did make him laugh, and also I felt like he was being very inspirational about golf. That made me feel good about myself. Well, he's because he he did make you feel good because he talked about how no one ever gets any better, but you somehow but I figured somehow it out. found a way, found a loophole. What, what did you make about him calling you old today? He goes, "You're pretty. You're old. How old are you?" And you're thirty four. It it actually hit hit me pretty hard. That because would hit I, me because I've been with the show since I was twenty one. Right. You know I don't. But look. I'm 39, halfway, half, you know, birthdays in, in four months. You know, I'll, you know, yeah, my life is like halfway over, you could argue. Well, I'd hope not. But I don't, I hope not either, but I'm just saying, you know, there's a lot of people that die. The fun's over. 60. The majority of the fun is oh, over. Oh, yeah, fun, fun's completely over. But I don't think 34 is old. And they let you know today that 34 is old. I, trust me, I feel old. Well, you gotta, you're, you're, you're too bulky. You gotta, you gotta trim some mass off that thing. You're carrying around too much weight. I definitely am. Yeah, okay. I don't know how, but I need, I need muscles to pound the golf ball. I know. Well, it's not all about that. Look at Will Zalatoris. <laughs> you're such an ass. <laughs> For some reason, Valdez doesn't like it when I name golfers that are non-major winners. Well, also remember, remember, I said. I said I'd give you a hundred dollars if you can name like a hundred golfers. We need to do that. It was fifty golfers, but yeah. this was like ten years ago. I hundred yeah. percent can name fifty you, golfers. You now. said like Fuzzy Zeller, or something <laughs> yeah. like that. But I, when I was I was naming like Tom Kite when I was <laughs> like at the at the end, I was running out of golfers. Um. All right. Well, I I think this has been a good show. We could talk about some other things. Um. For some reason, Valdez has um um. Valdez in New Orleans. Oh, what's that uh, about? Oh, because I, 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 um, during Mardi Gras, since Mardi Gras was Tuesday. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I thought and it was then, Fat Tuesday. What? I thought it was Fat Tuesday. I thought Mardi Gras is like the entire celebration. Well, it is. It starts on Fat Tuesday, doesn't it? No, it ends on Fat Tuesday. I don't know. I just know Mardi Gras started on Tuesday. No, 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 no. Mardi Gras is big. It was like all right, Mardi Gras. I don't know. I'm the Louisiana. I know. Boy. Well, that's that's why I put it in there because I'm, you know, all this king cake talk. Yeah. All right. And then I know you've you've been to uh, New Orleans, New Orleans. Yeah. Right? I'm actually I'm sized for New Orleans. You've I, never been. I've never been. I think oh, it's. Oh, you would love. I it. think it's a it's a Valdez type of city. Well, it's like from for people from Pasadena, it's like Key West. Hold on. Okay. What, what, do you mean, what do you mean by that? It's it, it's a it's a heaven's playground. <laughs> Is that the right phrase? I don't, you, you know what I mean. If you're white trash. <laughs> New, New Orleans, Orleans is for you. New Orleans is for you. That's why I'm stunned that Cody Betts didn't like it. What do you mean? What do you mean? If, uh, why does New Orleans appeal to white trash people? Because it's dirty. It's nonstop drinking, but it's friendly. All right, it's all, right, all about, and you're picking crawfish. You're big into seafood down there. I love seafood. I know you would love New Orleans. I have no reason to love New Orleans, and it inspired me, and I loved it. I hate music. <laughs> I love the music there. I hate seafood. Ate po' boys nonstop. 
I, I take I take two showers a day a lot of times. It's the dirtiest place in America. We're probably so sweaty. <laughs> so sweaty. I went there I went there in July. <laughs> yeah, you you your wedding in July and then you're in New Orleans in July. Couldn't figure out why it was so cheap. <laughs> hotel. It was staying at a, a four star hotel. It was like sixty dollars a night. <laughs> <laughs> were you were you all parading around Bourbon Street? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've oh. been to New Orleans twice, I believe. Um, well, you you have family that live there. My brother-in-law yeah, does bro- does yeah. live there. Um, what was I gonna say? What's the uh, uh like Patty O'Brien? Pat O'Brien. Patty O'Brien's. Yeah, you go to Hurricane did, there. Did you go there? I went to a strip club with my wife in New Orleans on Bourbon Whoa. Street. How many guys can say that? That is spicy. And that was it. Was my it was Sarah's idea. Whoa, I'll never whoa, forget that. Whoa. Yeah. All right. How, dr- how I, drunk were you guys? That's as kinky as we've ever gotten. Yeah, how drunk were you guys? Probably pretty drunk. All right. You have, you're probably day drinking, having hurricanes. Yeah. Right? It was, no, this was, this was late. This I was, know, I know. I'm just saying you're drinking during the day. All right. Yeah. All right. And now you, you had your dinner, you had your etouffee, and you're back in the place and you're trying to find stuff to do. Stumbling home. Stumbling home. And your wife goes, hey, honey. Let's go watch some uh, strippers shake their ass. Well, here's the thing: it, there are strip clubs right next on Bourbon Street, next to the bars. Not oh. not a lot of them that I don't remember, but there are a few, and they kind of like kind of like a red light district. Exactly, like it's just it's it's a slop house. It's just gross. The whole place is gross. But all right. By the way, this is a, a, a very important question yeah. for the strip club in New Orleans. Yes, are they uh, pasties or it's all nude? Um, they definitely were topless. I don't. I don't remember if they were bottomless. Interesting. But I remember that's a kind. Of, it was an awkward feeling. I'm going to be honest with you. Getting a lap dance in front of your wife. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, is that's, awkward. That's what I want to know. All right. But she so, was cool about it. She right. liked it. She was encouraging it. She was like, "Get a lap dance. Get a lap right, dance." Right. Did she pick out the girl? Yes. What? I think that's the rule. Oh, that is. That's hot, right? That is. I got movement. <laughs> okay. Right. Unlike the last time I went, Valdez picked out my girl. And she was a big one. <laughs> hey, hey, you know, we got, hey, Sam, I don't know if we ever talked no, about no, that. Sam, was it, Sam gave us a, a two-for-one special. <laughs> Except the one girl was the size of two. I've been to a strip club probably twice in the last 10 years. Once it was with Valdez and <laughs> no. once it was with my wife in New Orleans. All right. So what, what kind of girl did your wife pick out? A blonde bombshell. Wow. Now, did she have big... Of course, you pervert. <laughs> of course. All right. What do you think? First of all, you think a lot of strippers have are flat chested? I don't. I'm just. I'm just I'm, uh, thin. I'm imagining uh, the, the 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 buxom blonde that she picked out. All right. So mm-hmm. all right. So you're on that, that stained sofa. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. <laughs> you're getting filthy. I'm not getting filthy. I'm 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 bleeping some stuff. Yep. All right, so you're on that 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 filthy sofa. Uh-huh. All right, and your wife is is she on the sofa with you or is she like? Um, we were sitting at um like she's sitting no, cat wasn't, corner. We, it wasn't a sofa. It was like um a four top. Okay, you know, like a, yeah, yeah. some drinks. So we were, I guess sitting in chairs. All right, all right. Now did did she look around and pick her out, or uh-huh. did or all these girls just coming up to you guys? Girls were coming up, but we were of being course. polite, saying maybe later, all yes. that stuff, and then eventually. When my wife picked right. up, found the one she liked. All right. And I think my wife got a lap dance as well. Whoa. Now that, that was titillating. Yeah. Of course. Uh, you know. Run to the corner, yeah, right. the corner of the strip club for that. Yeah. All right. This is 2015. This is before we were married. Okay. So, so, um, 
you get your lap dance. Mm-hmm. Now, is, like, is she like cheering you on, cheering her on? Oh yeah, yeah. She's going hooting and hollering. There wasn't Doing a bunch of woos. It wasn't any of like, let's go back to your hotel room and yeah, have a yeah, threesome. Like, but there was none of that. No, I was no. a customer. Yes, it was clearly a customer. You were just getting kinky. Yes, but here, here's what I do remember about it. One of the people that we met up down there was her friend Johnny from high school, right? Like a close friend. Uh-huh. And I actually liked the guy a lot. He was, he was a very cool guy. He, when we agreed we'd been drinking, the three of us, all afternoon, when we when we said, my wife said, let's go to this trip club. He whoa, 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 whoa. The, your friend went with you guys? No, 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 no. He said, I got to go home. And he ran home to his fiance. He didn't feel... He didn't want to go to the strip club without his fiance. Maybe he thought that she would find out, or maybe he's just a really good guy. I don't know. Yeah. So it was. It went from three to the to just my wife and I. Let's talk about our strip club experience together. Okay, <laughs> I love talking about that. I we always allude to it. I don't think we ever go really. Talk I don't about think we've ever told the story. Two thousand fourteen, maybe two thousand thirteen. Yes, we go uh, a sales guy. Sales, sales All guy. Right. Okay, figure that one out. Yeah, a sales P- guy. Ones. <laughs> Takes us to you, a Ravens you, game. You said Sam like two minutes ago. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. So Sam takes us to the, the Ravens-Cardinals game. Mm-hmm. All right. The Cardinals are up like 21 nothing. All right. Third quarter or something, right? No, no, no. It was, it was, was, like in, the, it was in the second quarter. Okay. I think like Patrick Peterson just uh, had a pick six on Joe Flacco. Yep. All right. It's 21 nothing. I remember All that. Right. Sam's, not, Sam's not doing his uh, rail humps. He's not <laughs> scoring. Right. You guys are in terrible moods. Terrible moods. Team sucks. We hate the Ravens. And then Sam says, if the Ravens come back and win, we're celebrating at the strip club. I go, All right. We just you know, we just figured the game's over. For, well, no chance it was hap- we thought it would, ha- it would happen. No. Also, I was not sized to go. I, I know you were. <laughs> I did not want to go to a strip club in downtown oh, by, Baltimore yeah, by on the a way. Sunday, hey, by Sunday the way, afternoon. It's, a, it's Sunday it's 4.30, and we're heading to the block. Yeah, okay, <laughs> terrible idea. All right. What was uh, the name of the place? We, we didn't go to Fantasies. Where'd we go? No, we went to Hustler Club. Hustler Club, classy. <laughs> if you don't know, Hustler Club has a two-story stripper pole. Yep. Uh, do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember that. All right. Well, anyways, the Ravens come back and win, and then San, uh, I mean, the sales guy is a, <laughs> a man of his word. All right, we walked in. We walked in the front door of Hustler Club. And by the way, it's sunshine. You know, it's like mm-hmm. end of September. Mm-hmm. The sun is shining. It's like eighty degrees. And then you walk in. It looks like uh, uh, pitch black. It's so I remember it's so black in there. <laughs> yeah, it's so dark. Uh-huh. Or you got to hide all of these uh, pimples all over these strippers. <laughs> all right, we walk in there, and it looked like. Sam was Norm from Cheers. He, <laughs> he had his arms extended <laughs> outward. You know, like the Game of Thrones meme yeah. where they have the Ice King and he has his hands like that? He walks through the door with his hands up like that. And all of a sudden, girls are flocking to him yeah. like he's like he's uh, uh, Dennis Hoff at the Bunny Ranch. <laughs> now, I remember we sat at the bar for a while. The yes. bar area. Sam, yeah, Sam doesn't want to get... Yeah, uh, he didn't want to get right to it. He yeah. wanted to experience it a little bit more. Right. He wanted uh he wanted the drinks to kick in and he was uh he was eyeing them up from afar. Yeah. He didn't want to he didn't want to dive in. So yep. so finally <laughs> so, so finally we go back and he's encouraging Sam, us to get dances. Sam says dances are on him. Sliced. All right. <laughs> so Drab and I look at each other. All right, and we didn't know what to do. We felt a little sheepish. 
Yeah. Then, but but Sam is walking back, walking back uh, on that private couch with like <laughs> two girl with two girls on his arm. All right. And I pick out this. I pick out this. <laughs> This uh, two hundred pound stripper <laughs> that yeah. I think that I think broke my hip. <laughs> I, I got I got Bo picked out the biggest girl in the lot. <laughs> I got Bo Jackson hip <laughs> from her lap dance. <laughs> uh, but to be to be honest with you, it was <laughs> there weren't that many uh, thin ones around. Yeah. <laughs> I always remember uh, my friends talking about how hot the girls in Baltimore were, and uh, compared to DC and how they were really slutty. And I'm I'm talking about strippers. I'm just talking about girls in girls general. in general. Yeah, and how they were just the perfect place for single guys. I didn't get that experience, that feeling at the strip club. These are some big girls, and here's what I remember about the girl I chose, or maybe you know it was what? just the leftover one. <laughs> You know, she also not that skinny, but she 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 didn't look like she one of Valdez's college girlfriends. Yeah. <laughs> okay, she smelt like she had she smelled like an ashtray. <laughs> and but I, I remember reason I got sized is that she was Middle Eastern, and I had never had a lap dance or been physical with a Middle Eastern woman before, and so uh, she was exotic. And I remember <laughs> she put the exotic and exotic dances, a hundred percent. Looked like she was from Dubai, and <laughs> she you looked like you. You know, you imagine you were a sheik, right? <laughs> you were, you were, and you're in the bed, the back room in Abu Dhabi, yeah, uh, uh, being taken care of. She she was pretty attractive, but a curvy. I also just say a curvy woman smelled like an ashtray, and it could. I actually, it couldn't have been that that uh, hot out because I remember wearing. I was wearing sweatpants, or maybe I was wearing shorts, but I remember thinking. This is a show because I have, I have sweatpants. <laughs> I am fully, I am fully sized right now, and this girl's gonna make me run to the bathroom, or I'm gonna have an accident in, my, in this in this chair need, right here. I need to get some paper towels. <laughs> I needed some jeans on. I need something with a little bit more uh, sturdiness between us. All right, let me ask you a question: Did a Hustler Club have a bathroom attendant? I don't remember. Because I know ba- uh, strip clubs are hot spots for bathroom attendants. Probably, probably not at 4 p.m. on a Sunday <laughs> afternoon. If I had to guess. Still sleeping. Yeah. By the way, we probably got the bad shift. Oh, we, yeah. We 100%. Those were, those were not their, their grade A girls. Yeah. And I've actually never been to Cal's um, fantasies. I have not. It's been mentioned on the junk a million times, and you guys ever all the junks got the handshakes. I've never been to Cal's. I've met Cal. No, no, I the, uh, ten times. I've, ne- I've never gone to to the club. That's got to be on our bucket list, don't you think? Yes, especially with the handshake. The handshake that's course. required. That's, that's the best part. Yeah, I don't even know if Cal's still alive or if he has girls coming to a strip club. We haven't heard from him in years, many years since Lanham. Since Lanham, yeah. Um. All right. Well, that's enough. Oh, yeah. Sorry to regale you with all uh, the strip clubs. I don't. We talk about stuff we find interesting. I know. This, most I of it's, like it's we all were, junkies related. I, I felt we were very all over the place. We were, but it's kind of like the junkies. No agenda. We got a couple notes here. Nothing planned out. Um. All right, guys. Next week is our what do you call your twenty fifth anniversary? Silver. It's our silver episode. <laughs> our silver episode. All right. Oh, and by the way, so we're it, gonna. If you are interested in sponsoring Bit Season, yes, hit yes. up uh, Bit Season uh, or myself or Drab on Twitter or Instagram, and uh, we'll try to get you some details about it. Um, we appreciate people who are interested in supporting the show, and uh, it means a lot. 
Absolutely. Um, also, hey, get your St. Patrick's Day cameos. Hey, though. <laughs> Just right around the corner. <laughs> Valdez will do a shot of Jameson during every cameo. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, we'll get Adam to do that. Oh, yeah. We also thought Adam was on the show today, and he, he, he just didn't show up. He ghosted us. All right, guys. Have a great weekend, everybody. Love doing this show, and we'll talk to you soon. See you. Later. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.